Reignite on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. It takes a certain kind of brave to run a business. We see it, we back it. So joining us now is Caroline McHenry, Managing Director of the Hear Suite, on how to build and maintain great teams in these COVID times. Caroline, Margaret Heffernan, she painted a picture um, of a future of rapid experiments. How do you think about the future of work and how do businesses cater to different needs we're seeing now? People wanting to be in offices, some want to be remote, some want to maintain a city life and others want to move to the countryside. I think um, it all brings amazing opportunities. Um, We're all mad looking for talent and looking for the best talent. And now we have the opportunity to broaden the net hugely in relation to talent because we're thinking about work differently. We're thinking about locations. We're thinking about remote I suppose for me, I think the where we're going to land is a blended approach. I think we need to facilitate people to choose now the work-life balance that they want. So if they want to work, live in Kerry and enjoy the amazing Wild Atlantic Way and all the great outdoors and yet have a job, you know, remotely and they might need to go to the office on ad hoc basis, I think that's a huge opportunity But I think we need to be conscious as well not to lose what was great about the office. So the shared learning, the culture, um, you know, the ability for people to disconnect more easily because they had a start time and an end time. So we need to make sure that we compensate for all the good things that, you know, the social element of an office brought and still give people that opportunity to have a much better quality of life and make choices to suit them rather than choices around their jobs. So lots of positives, lots of opportunities, as you say. We do know, however, there's some research showing that people working remote, they're working longer, harder hours, more than ever. So what would be maybe some of the best practices for people and businesses to think about when it comes to time boxing your days so that there's a start and an end so you don't burn out? I think the first starting point for me is that we should retrain our managers of people now because we need them to think differently about how they delegate work, how they support their team, how they check in, how they, you know, expectations are set The right to disconnect is something that is going to become law in Ireland in the coming uh, months. And I think that element of helping managers manage people better. I think the other elements of time management, obviously, there's no such thing as managing time, but you can manage yourself, you can manage others, work systems, resources. And for me, I think retraining people around good time management because time management is a good intention we go on a time management course we listen to a podcast we're really focused on saying right I'm going to do my default diary I'm going to avoid procrastination I'm going to eat the frog I'm going to you know make sure I take my breaks and get fresh air but a couple of months after the course we get back into bad habits so reminding yourself of the good habits around time management and knowing your own, I suppose, flaws in that regard and trying to put in place really good practices and habits to help you maximise time. And the other key thing is to try and avoid distractions. Because people are working from home more, uh, the temptation is to put on a wash and, you know, do this and that and the other. 
that can be good if you're doing it in breaks. However, if you're trying to multi-skill over the top and you're trying to do too many things, you're not focused on any one thing. So trying to make sure that you're dedicating time to get specific tasks done and again, trying to be disciplined in that regard. And the other major thing is when you're at work, try and make sure that you're taking your breaks, drinking lots of water, you know, doing what you would do if you were in the office. Whereas we're finding that people now when they're working from home tend to have the laptop in front of them when they're watching TV at night or when they're eating their lunch, they're doing it at their desk. So they're missing the rejuvenation and the recharge time that they should be getting. So it's really important that we encourage people to you know do all of those good things to ensure that when they're working, we're getting the best productivity, but when they're off, they're actually off. And so if the future is this blended approach, as you say, between the virtual and the in-person meetups and managers need to retrain in this moment, how do we play to each other's different strengths? We know in in the perfect teams, we've the introverts, the extroverts, the doers, the thinkers, the pragmatists, the idealists. So how do those managers now get the best in all of us? What a great question. I think the fact that you're even, you know, as managers, that we're even noticing that there are specific differences is the first major starting point. I'm a massive fan of OPQs, Occupational Personality Assessments, whether you're recruiting somebody, whether you're doing a training and development plan or whether you're just trying to see how we can improve the development and cohesion of a team. Because what that does is it actually identifies what's your natural personality trait. So are you the introvert? Are you the person who likes the deadline? Are you the person who's very relaxed? Do you like to be left to your own initiative? So what it does for us as team members or as managers or as colleagues is it helps us understand why that person is saying, listen, I don't want to be interrupted while I'm trying to get this task done, whereas somebody else loves going to the wire on a deadline. Somebody else loves to have it done the day before. So I think understanding your style yourself, understanding your teams and understanding your managers and your manager understanding yours and then openly discussing those differences. Because as you said, in the ITL team, we've got a great mix of all those styles. And then I think once you know that, agree ways of working and check in to see is that working well. So for example, as a manager, if you're not delegating and you're constantly interrupting the person, they might prefer to do a weekly task meeting where they get their tasks and left to work to their own initiative, where somebody else might prefer a check-in midweek. So try and work to the different personalities. And I think more than ever, the hashtag be kind piece understanding how teams and colleagues work differently and their different needs helps us avoid friction and potential grievances and somebody thinking somebody was not being helpful when in effect they're just working to their own style. So I think those clear expectations, having the one-to-one conversations to find out what's going well, what's not going so well, what do we need to improve and what supports do we need as individuals with our managers and trying to put a plan in place around that increases awareness and over communicate in these challenging times to help reassure people and give them that support that they need. Okay, great advice. Thank you, Caroline McHenry, Managing Director of the HR Suite. Thank you for joining us.